Hello and welcome into Bearcat Rewind as we are coming to you with our podcast episode number 93 today. We're talking a little Northwest Missouri State Volleyball and a record-setting season for the Bearcats as they checked off another huge goal this week. Northwest is into the NCAA tournament for the second time in program history. The only other berth came in 2010. And Northwest is the three seed in the Central Region and will meet Nebraska Kearney in the first round on December 2nd in Warrensburg. So far, the Cats are sitting at 26 wins on the season. It's their most since 1994. They also set a program record for MIAA wins in a season with 17. The results on the floor this fall speak for themselves, but the work to reach this point didn't just start in August. The process started years ago as Amy Worth put her stamp on the program. And Coach Worth is quick to point out the success is thanks to the work of many different people around this program and around the athletic department. One of those is former assistant coach Elena Masalskis. She was alongside Coach Worth throughout her head coaching tenure until this fall season began. And we're excited to be joined by Masalskis on today's podcast. Now, Elena joined the Bearcats in 2011 as a grad assistant and was with the team as they broke down barrier after barrier. Now, Masalskis left the program prior to the start of this season, but her impact is still felt as Northwest Missouri State continues to rack up win after win this fall. And as the team prepares for the NCAA tournament, we'll get Masalskis' perspective on the success that keeps stacking up for the Bearcats on the court. Bearcat Rewind is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu slash foundation. And the Clorinda Regional Health Center, offering support to Southwest Iowa and Northwest Missouri each day during times of uncertainty through a local team of providers and nurses. More information at clorindahealth.com. Elena Masalskis is this week's guest talking about the 2021 run to the postseason for Northwest Volleyball, the process that led to this point, and what brought her to Maryville in the first place. Let's dive into this week's Bearcat Rewind. Well, a heck of a run for Northwest Missouri State Volleyball to this point in this season into the NCAA tournament. Who better to have on here than Elena Masalskis? She's an assistant coach for Northwest Missouri State under Coach Worth for many years. Elena, it's great to have you on, and I would imagine even though not being on the sideline, this has probably been a whirlwind of a season for you, keeping up with the Bearcats. Yeah, it's been awesome, and I'm happy to be here. Uh, really, I want nothing more than them to have success and to see the program continue to grow and reach another NCAA tournament. It's just it's been a super exciting time. So, whenever you came to Northwest and you started out as a GA, but the Bearcats, you know, not long before that, you arrive in 2011. I think 2010, the Bearcats in the tournament. It's been a little bit of a, a stretch there, and of course it's a very tough region, a tough conference, but did you think at that point, and, and maybe you didn't have sticking around Northwest quite that long in your mind, but did you think it'd be quite that long before, man, that comes full circle to get back into the tournament and, and making this kind of run? I really didn't think it'd be that long. Um, I know we had a couple years where we were sitting there and thinking to ourselves, man, we're just one win away or a couple games here or there, and we definitely had a shot at getting in, and um, but then we also kind of would remind us of very successful coaches, even at the division one level, it took them, you know, 10, 15 years to, to change their program around. So we really tried to stay focused on what we can control in the moment and how we can continue to improve day by day. So, well, and, and it is probably the toughest region in the nation. When you look at it, it is so hard yeah. to get over that hurdle to get in, but, um, you're with coach for her entire time as a head coach, Amy Wirth for Northwest Missouri state through 2020. I mean, what's it like seeing the hard work pay off and hearing Northwest Missouri state announced on that selection show? 
there's really it's it's hard to describe that feeling because you have a little bit of sigh of relief but you're just with so much joy and so much excitement that you think of all of the players that have went through this program and really try to one first change the culture and two really dive into the vision that we had i mean from day one we we knew that we knew that getting to the NCAA tournament was totally capable um, we had a lot of resources. We had a lot of support from administration uh, to help us reach those goals. And uh, then to see the leaders of the players that have came through the program to really take that next step and have the dedication and the work ethic to, to make it happen, it's, it's unbelievable. It says a lot of the people who are involved with the program for sure. Yeah, and it was one thing, too, on the coach's show we had a little bit earlier this week on KXCV, KLRNW, that, that Coach Worth mentioned that, uh, you know, it's great for the players on the floor now, but this is a foundation that was built many years ago by other players and, and coaches like yourself and GAs and everything to build up to be able to have a chance like this to get back into the tournament. Have you had a chance to talk to Coach Worth at all and, and kind of discuss that now that the Bearcats are officially in? <laughs> Yeah, we we haven't talked a whole lot because, you know, being coach, she's super, super busy, and I'm kind of busy as myself as I'm kind of taking on a couple new jobs. But it brings back a lot of memories. You sit here, and during homecoming, I was able to go up there and talk about all the other players and all the other memories that we had just in certain seasons that have led to this moment. And it it's, it's fun reminiscing them, for sure. Is it something from – your perspective now that you you see that pop up and you kind of see the tweets and the Instagram posts and it's kind of like, oh, that's cool. Or is it a little bit more emotional when you see that and you do think back to all those memories and, you know, the big wins, but then the tough losses too? It's a very good question. I think, honestly, to me, it's a, a joyful thing. I think of those memories and I think of how much fun it was and just how it's, now coming apparent and how there's a lot of people that get to celebrate this moment in Bearcat history. So, Was last year's spring a major factor in this fall season, do you think? I mean, they had a chance to get some experience and build off of it, uh, but that was a chance to go in there too and um, I feel like get some big wins and kind of get Northwest Missouri State over the hurdle in a couple matches that don't actually count toward the official record book, but they're still pretty deep for this team mentally overcoming some barriers. Yeah, I think it was a very good opportunity to take a step. I mean, getting into the championship match of that spring tournament, even though, again, it wasn't a a documented championship season, um, it allowed the girls to really truly see their, their capability. And I think they knew that they could go to the NCAA tournament, but to actually see that in in that moment in the spring allows you to even visualize more when you're going through it in the fall. All right, so take me back a little bit. What were the internal talks like year after year between yourself and Coach Worth? Of you know, we mentioned the MIAA is an absolute grind. I think in the preseason poll, four teams in the top fifteen, and as we go through the the final poll of the regular season, they're still everybody's ranked that high it's so difficult and then you've got that tough of a region Uh, that's not a mountain many people want to try to climb was it (laughs) was it always staying positive especially in the off season of those discussions or was it at times like man how are we going to overcome this team this team this team that's a great question I guess I kind of would take you back into a little bit of my background um coming from the Missouri Valley where I played 
I truly enjoyed being a part of this region because for me recruiting, I was recruiting teammates that could play with me when I was even playing Division One. Um, and so, yes, it's a challenge, but it was a challenge that I wanted to be a part of because I wanted to have the opportunity for the players to say not only did we do well in our conference, but we have the opportunity to go and win a national title. So you can look at the conference that we're in and say, oh, this, there's a lot of there's a big mountain that exists. But really, the truth of it is, is once you hit a certain part of that mountain, you're now talking about a national championship. Um, and not so there's a lot of schools that might be playing Division Two that. Yeah, they might do well in their conference, but getting to the national title match is going to be a lot harder because they don't see the high-level competition that we see. Well, and you raise a good point there, too, of, all right, Northwest first-round matchup is against Nebraska Kearney, and then potentially mm-hmm. St. Cloud State and UCM and on and on. If you survive this region, you kind of come out of it saying, all right, what's next? You know, you've been through that already. Why not go ahead and right. win a few more? Right, exactly. And so it's really an honor to be a part of this region, um, and, and it is an exciting thing. I know it, it does suck when you are one of the teams that's left out, but you know at the end of the day that you are competing at the highest level at Division Two, and that's what a lot of players, when we talk to them, that's what they want to be a part of. They want to play in the highest region. They want to play competitively, and, and that's what the MIAA and the Central Region is all about. All right, so rewind for a little bit and take us back a few years. Um, Coach Worth is still an assistant. Uh, I think she's still Coach Phelps at the time. But whenever you arrive on campus as a GA for (laughs) Northwest Missouri State there in 2011 and 2012, um, did you know Coach Worth prior to applying to be the GA, or or how did that work out that you ended up in Maryville? Yeah, no, I actually did not know Coach Worth. Um, I ended up in Maryville from one of my previous coaches at Drake University. There was an opening, and they were out on the road, and um, Coach Reinhardt at the time ran into my prior coach and basically said, I have the perfect fit for you. She'd be amazing. And uh, so that's how I ended up in Maryville was from a previous coach's connection there. And all this time, you – landed in Maryville, and you said, yeah, I'm going to spend at least 10 years in this town, right? <laughs> well, I guess it wasn't really quite that planned thing, because when you come in as a GA, you're like, well, I get two years, and <laughs> then there was an awesome opportunity for me to take on the assistant, and um, really, I wanted to be a part of growing a program. I had done that as a player, and moving into a co- being a coach, you have to learn a lot of new things, and Coach Worth did an amazing job mentoring me and kind of helping me understand how to lead a team. And I wanted to be a part of that and then be able to see this program rise and continue to make history was really what my goal was. (laughs) Well, and so as you step in and you're a young assistant coach, she's a young head coach, the first couple of years, you're you're right around 500, then it takes Mm -hmm. a bit of a step back, eight games under 500 in 2014, but then you quickly pop up and a better season in 2015. Um, the first 21 season in, in 17 years comes in 2016. Uh, could you see in those few years that there were big things coming? It just it did take a little bit of patience. Yeah, we, we told ourselves it was going to take a little bit of time. By the time you um, change the culture, that's not an easy thing. Um, and get players to understand, to believe, hey, we are going to be at the top of this conference. It's not easy when you're not necessarily seeing those results year in and year out. You want that immediate gratification. 
Um, and for some, when you're in for something as far as changing that program, it's going to take a couple of years to see some of that, those results. I can imagine with the players too, it's, it's all process driven and focused on the day to day. And that gets, that's pretty hard for an 18 to 22 year old, but even for an assistant yeah. coach at times, are you fighting that a little bit to say, man, I got to focus on today's practice and, and getting that 1% better today. Whereas it'd be easier to kind of look down the line to see what's coming later. It, you know, you can definitely look at it that way, but I think that even every day, it doesn't matter your job or what you're doing, you're always focused on what you're doing in the moment, right? Because even outside of your life, you might have big dreams and goals, but you got to focus on what you're doing today in order to reach those goals. So, yes, it's easy to get excited about what you see coming, but at the end of the day, working with the athletes that you have in there, that's a lot, that's very exciting too and seeing them improve every single day and seeing them become leaders and the impact that each class had was very, very rewarding when it came to their leadership or, or even their effort or their intensity that they would bring into the gym or into the program. So Coach Worth's favorite saying is control the controllables. Do you know where that started? <laughs> With her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's kind that of always was... been her thing then? Yeah, that's been her thing, and I think that says, you know, a lot of to how we were able to grow because we, we had to control our controllables um, from from day one. We can only control what we would do in practice and what we would do in each each game, uh, what we would do every day if we wanted to get up and lift, like the attitude that you would bring into the gym or the weight room. So we really try to instill that type of culture, and I think you're seeing the payout now. So as, when you're a student athlete and you're playing at Drake that freshman year, seven and twenty-three, um, some <laughs> yeah. improvement in 08, 12 and twenty. But the last two years, twenty-win seasons, some big improvement there um, for your college team. Does that mm-hmm. translate over whenever you become a coach as well? And hey, I've been through the process as a student athlete. I know what you're going through. Let me help you through this. Yeah, I I think it was able to translate over as far as advice and how we were able to talk to our leaders. Um, when we really think about leading our team, we want them to lead the team. Yes, we're here to give you guidance, but you're going to see a lot more payout when you see the leader step up and, and take control and, you know, say, have an opinion and help drive the bus is what a lot of people say, right? And so for me, what I was able to bring was a perspective to the leaders and the captains on how, my prior team was able to turn things around, um, and a lot of that was player-driven decisions that we made. You talk about the relationships that you also built with players while you're here at Northwest Missouri State. Senior night being here for Hannah Koschel, who from Austria, but has made a home here in Maryville and able to come back for that. And, and just what it means for you to see these players that you spend a lot of hours, a lot of time with, reaching this point. Oh, it, it's amazing. I think... There's nothing better. I don't know. I have always told them, hey, you can always reach out to me and say hi. And I think sometimes they're scared to talk to me. But um, the best thing in the world is getting a text from a previous player or being able to even sometimes just send a, hey, how are you doing? I saw on Facebook, uh, even if they've graduated, you got a new job or you're, you're getting married. Congratulations. So um, it, it's been awesome. I think the best thing for me is being at Northwest for 10 years. I've been able to really create those relationships and, and have them and invest in them. So we talked a little bit about you playing at Drake and, and that build up there. 
You also go down as the career leader in digs at Drake and also a couple seasons record there in 2009 and 2010 too. But probably more impressive in your four years, playing in all 130 matches while you're on campus. says a lot about the work ethic and toughness there. What it was like for you going through as a student athlete, every single match you're ready to go and taking care of your body and, and you know how that kind of translates too to where you see a lot of toughness out of this Northwest Missouri State crew too of you're battling it. I can only imagine going through this many Yep. matches in a season and what that body feels like, but yet they still come out and they're still playing their best volleyball right now. Right, right. So I think that that's a really funny question because I would relate myself to some of the players um, and we, we would tend to have a lot of conversations. Hey, we, we want more intensity. We want more intensity. And, and I was kind of that way as a player. I always wanted more and more and more and more. I, I wanted to work harder. I wanted practice to be harder. Um and so being able to kind of use my perspective of as a player, I know you guys want to go hard in it, but right now we need to enjoy it. Maybe even take a day off just so we can get some refreshed legs. So the whole goal isn't about right now. The whole goal is also at the end of the year to be playing the best we can. And we got to take care of our bodies. So right now, if we went out to a practice and uh, yourself and coach worth jumped into drills, which one of you think would mix in seamlessly wouldn't miss a beat. Oh, gosh. Um, playing? Like, we're actually going to be playing? Oh, yeah. Diving right in. Oh. I think that it would matter who our teammates were because I think my teammates would make me better. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true leader. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I just recently had a baby, and I know Amy's had a couple, so I think it's going to matter on who's going to make uh, – who who's with us to make us look the best. If you want to talk about toughness, I mean, that right there of – going through and having a baby being a mom and that's that takes the cake right there anyway so you both well, appreciate book. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so I, i've got to leave you with one more um i don't know question statement whatever this is coming from colin mcdonough it's not for me but he's okay. he's requesting that i just mention this to you he said to just say the words ellie blankenship and see what yes. you thought <laughs> <laughs> well he knows exactly what that means. Unfortunately, I was unable to beat her out in a lot of things when I played, and he knew how to push my buttons. But <laughs> it's okay. I, I appreciate the banter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not easy to have an office that's essentially kind of across the hall from Colin for all those years. So um, it <laughs> says a lot about what you had to put up with. <laughs> oh, no, I miss Colin. He's a great, great guy, great person to have in, in the office. And Loved having him on staff with his history and knowledge of having volleyball in the background he had at UNI. I think it really made – he makes a great experience for our girls, and maybe the players at Northwest don't necessarily always notice all the effort that he does, um, and it goes behind the scenes. But we all know the hard work he puts in, and it really does make a difference. So well, so many different people behind the scenes that, that make it work, and Northwest Missouri State Volleyball back in the NCAA tournament starts on December 2nd for the Bearcats and not going to be on the sideline, but again, your fingerprints are all over the program, Elena. Mm -hmm. So uh, congratulations on the accomplishments here for the Bearcats and, and I appreciate you coming on talking with me. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time. And I think, like I said, there's a lot of great people that have had their hands in this program and it's a, it's a great time for all alumni and current players and wishing them the best of luck in the tournament and hope they all have fun and get to watch a competitive tournament coming up. Thanks again to Elena Masalskis joining us here on Bearcat Rewind as Northwest Missouri State Volleyball back in the NCAA Tournament. It gets underway December 2nd as they'll be taking on Nebraska Kearney in Warrensburg. 
In case you've missed some of our episodes over the last few weeks, our guests have included Wayne Cavati, a writer for NCAA.com, looking ahead to the Northwest Missouri State football playoff run. Bob Late, a former Northwest Missouri State offensive coordinator and director of recreational sports on campus, and many more. So check out some of those archived interviews if you haven't listened to them just yet. Thanks to Northwest Missouri State professor Alex Kurt producing our intro and outro music. And thank you for listening to Bearcat Rewind. I'm Matt Tritton. Talk to you again next time.